welcome to Revolution Lifestyle, where we learn practical ways to apply personal development and upgrade our everyday lives. Whether you're navigating a transition, reaching for your dream life, or learning to make you priority number one, I got you. Get ready to live your life on purpose, one episode at a time. Let's go. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, We're going to talk about having difficult conversations. My family and some of my family members in particular are notorious for avoiding difficult conversations. Having tough conversations is not something that I learned growing up, and it certainly was not modeled for me by my parents or family. Instead, I mostly remember my mom saying things like, don't tell your dad this, or don't tell your dad that. And I also remember my dad telling my mom basically how things were, and then she would just cry. But never do I really remember them like talking things through, having conversations from different points of view, and like coming up with some sort of resolution. Um, I also have brothers that that will skip town instead of breaking up with a girl or leaving a job, and I am not even kidding. It's not that my family is cruel or mean, we're scared. We're scared to disappoint, to disagree, and we are certainly afraid to have any kind of serious or difficult conversation. Why? Well, we're not self-confident. We're insecure about where we fit in and who we are. We struggle to believe that we're as good as others. We, all in different ways, experience trauma throughout our childhood, I suppose. I know so many of us do, some in huge earth-shattering ways, and then for others in repetitive little doses. We all have our demons, our own personal road to hoe, I guess. I think most people do. I, I don't think I'm unique in my insecurities. I think most of us could benefit from increasing our skill or strengthening our muscles when it comes to confidence and having these tough conversations. So... How do we do it and how do we get better at it? Well, first and foremost, you have to do it. You can't leave town, you can't avoid or ignore things forever. This is literally what my brother does. He simply leaves town, always living like a gypsy. My insecurity manifests more in people pleasing. I give in, I don't ask for what I want or I give more of myself than I really should or I end up resenting it later. I don't really get what I want, but I don't have to do the tough conversation either. Eventually, though, this builds a life that is not authentic to me and my dreams, and I end up unhappy. Now, I know um, many of you may not be as extreme as my brother, but I bet many of you are at least a little bit like me. People pleasing at your own expense in order to avoid the difficult conversations, creating a life that is not making you happy. Unfortunately, so many situations require difficult conversations in our lives. In our personal lives, um, between our partners, our parents, um, with our children and, and other family members, and then at work, we may have to ask for a raise or promotion, or maybe we're the boss and we have to give feedback to an employee. So these are all difficult conversations, and they're required if you're determined to build a life that is ideal for you. So I have five ways to help you improve your confidence in having difficult conversations. So the first way is to set a date and time with the other person. You have to set a date and time for difficult conversations so you aren't constantly putting it off until some later date that never actually comes. And the reason we do this, of course, is because it's uncomfortable and we don't want to do what's uncomfortable. So we just kind of put it off and put it off and put it off. 
Another benefit of setting a date is that it's going to signify to the other person that this topic is important to you. And if you don't make this conversation a priority, something will always come up. So be sure to stick to your plan. So that's number one, set a date and time with the other person. Number two, clearly state your case, your feelings or plan or whatever it is that you need to discuss. Clearly state it. Whatever it is that you want to discuss, clearly outline it. Have a clear plan of what you want to express to the other person. Know what it is you want and clearly tell them. Be sure to remember that you are in charge of how you feel. Be careful not to blame others for how you're feeling. For example, I feel X because I think X. Or for example, I feel angry because I think you're doing this on purpose. Instead of saying something like, you make me feel angry when you do this. Do you see the difference there? I feel angry because I think you're doing this thing. Not you make me you make me angry when you do this thing. Make sure that you fully express what's on your mind. So that's number two. Clearly state your case, your feelings, or your plan. So number three, it takes two. <laughs> Remember, this is a conversation. Be sure that you're listening as well as talking. Try to see their side of things and appreciate what they're thinking and feeling as well. Ask them, what do you think about this? Do you see something here that I'm missing? What are you worried about here? Have a goal in mind, but brainstorm solutions together. And I think this is sometimes where we, we, we don't take in the benefits of having these conversations. Because we, you know, when, when you're in a relationship with someone, there's a lot of things that you guys can do together that you may not be doing because you're avoiding them. But in reality, the person may have a great idea, a great idea for you. So listen to the person that you're talking to. Don't just sit there waiting to argue your case. Be sure that you're actually hearing what they're saying. So that's number three. It takes two. Number four, agree to disagree. <laughs> Feel free to table a subject. If things start to get a bit heated or you and your partner are not in the right frame of mind to have a calm discussion, just be sure to set up another date. Let's just take a break and pick this back up next week at this time. Because remember, you may not ever totally agree, but at least everything is on the table. Don't leave someone in the dark or do things behind their back. That's number four, agree to disagree. And the last one is number five, act as if you know nothing about the topic. <clears throat> Adar Cohen talks about this in his TEDx talk about having difficult conversations. And you can find that if you just Google um, difficult conversations at our Cohen TEDx or whatever. <clears throat> so this is a tool that we sometimes use in coaching in order to hold space for a person, which just means not to pass judgment based on what we think we already know about what they're telling us. So this is a really great way to get the other person talking about how they feel and what they're making the situation mean. When we're faced with an issue that we automatically take all of our knowledge, our beliefs, and we judge the situation, we decide quickly how things are, what needs to be addressed, and we believe we're right. It's natural for us to do this. The problem is that we don't see our own blind spots and filters. When we're not open to another person's perspective on the same situation, we may assume things are one way and they may assume things are totally the opposite. We have to be open-minded, and this is easier said than done. When we look at a situation or topic from a blank slate, 
so as if you know nothing about it, we're trying to see it from new eyes, fresh eyes, no filter, no preconceived notions about what it is. Look as if it's the first time you're seeing it or hearing about it. We may actually learn something if we literally sit back and listen. We may even change our perspective. So that is number five. Act as if you know nothing about the topic. It, it's, all that is is just a way for you to sit back and truly listen, let it sink in, and pretend that you don't know and have all the answers, because we don't. Using these five strategies, you will find yourself having the conversations that you need to be having in your life instead of avoiding them. Start by scheduling the conversations. If you did only that one suggestion, you'll be so much further ahead because you will at least be having them. And if you add in the rest of these strategies, it'll be a total game changer for your life. All of a sudden, you're being authentic, getting more of what you want out of life, and having more open and honest relationships with others. It's a win for you and everyone around you. That's what I have for you guys this week. Um, difficult conversations are hard for most of us. And I think we can all use a little practice and strengthen our muscles when it comes to having them. So I hope that you read through this or listen to this and try to implement again, at least that first one, schedule them in. Don't just say, I'll do that. I'm going to have that. I'm going to talk to them later. I'm going to do this. Schedule it in so that you actually do it. Um, I would love it if you would go out to wherever you listen to your podcasts and give me a rating and a review. It really does help me, and I would really appreciate if you would do that. And if you if you don't already, please do subscribe as well so that the newest episodes that come out generally on Tuesdays, this one did not, um, then they'll automatically download to your, your phone or wherever you listen to your podcasts at. So you'll have them. Again, don't forget to go out there, give me a rating and review. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you all next time. Bye.